Hello and welcome to D20 Downtime. I'm your Dungeon Master, Sean. I'm Kalana and I play the Claire Rogue Drow Niltel. I'm Molly. I play the Barbarian Swamp Elf Cypress. And today, in this, the year of our Lord, 2020, through the wall of my apartment, I heard my neighbor singing Baby by Justin Bieber. Wow. <laughs> At least what the fuck is happening? <laughs> they're finding ways to entertain themselves in the quarantine era. Yeah, I hadn't heard them before, but now today they're just fucking vibing, I guess. <laughs> they're like, wild. I'm sick of being quiet. <laughs> I want to Apparently express my walls. true feelings. <laughs> Apparently we have thin walls and I did not know this because I did not hear them singing Baby by Justin Bieber until today. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Alright, so. Niltel? Yen Mai? A bunch of Minotaur skeletons, Cypress, Darenthil, uh, a bell with uh, a runes all over it. Um, Walk into a bar. A, a <laughs> mushroom cap raft uh, and a bunch of chum in the water. That scene happened. Uh, does anyone care to recap Why? Sometimes a family doesn't have to have kids. Sometimes it's two <laughs> elves, a bunch of minotaur skeletons, an unconscious possessed person, and a mushroom cat. Who's unconscious and possessed? I thought Yanmai was unconscious now. Ex-possessed. Ex-possessed. She hasn't been possessed in like half a day. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, such a long time comparatively. <laughs> so... Uh, so, last time on D20 Downtime, we had escaped the... Demon guy? Yeah, the, like, temple area. And we were leaving with Darenthil, and Yenmai had no long- was no longer possessed, because Baphomet ate the spirit out of her, or something no, like no, that. No. Yeah. And, um... We, like, were swimming home, and we got surrounded by Granny Salchin and her dudes, and she was like, yeah, come live with me. She and was we after like, Yanmai the whole time. She was after Yanmai the whole time, and we were like, please no. Please and, no, do not take Yanmai for six years. And she was like, I have an army, and I was like, me too. Bitch. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> presumably. Uh, and then they took too long, so I got so... Cypress chopped Niltel's hand off. In, in exchange for a year off Yenmai's sentence, um, and Granny Sulchin wanted think. a and ten minutes to think. Granny Sulchin wanted a drow hand for spell potion reasons, and so I fucking chopped off Niltel's hand. I thought it was supposed to be a ruse, but apparently it wasn't. And <laughs> <laughs> you just did it. Mm-hmm. Which upgraded Cypress's sword with with Moon Sword, who has hated me from episode one. <laughs> I don't think the Moonsword was even in episode one. Yeah, it just hated you on principle. But yeah, <laughs> it glows with draw blood, so I don't know how much from the source, fresh, locally sourced draw blood will make it glow for, but... It's very happy about my yes, lack of hands. It's gonna be fucking lit for a while. It's lit. Bam, bam, bam. Granny Sultan rolled up like, I'm Madam Steel Yo Girl, and you were like, actually, you're a bunch of chum. <laughs> Uno reverse card. <laughs> so, so here we are. Do we want to have a scene before Niltel wakes up? 
I mean, I don't have anything particular I want to get done before we get back up. Mm-hmm. You, uh, no thoughts on the, all of the minotaurs hanging out around the vicinity? I mean, they're friends now because they did save our whole asses, so they're fine. <laughs> um, maybe all of y'all don't need to come, though. Ooh, Niltel's unconscious. He said he... Niltel conscripted over temporary, at least, control of the Minotaur army while he was angsting about loss of hand. Yeah, so do you do or say anything to them? I'm trying to decide whether or not bringing them up is a good idea. I mean, everyone like, knows they're there. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant bringing them up in conversation. No, no. I mean, bringing them <laughs> up to the surface where all the kobolds will be like, yep, that's a bunch of undead minotaur that we can't control because only Nilso can control them and maybe Cypress. Maybe Cypress. You should try. I want to decide what to do with them first. Um, we know Torchbear at least will listen to you. Yeah. Uh, Torchbearer, and I point at Torchbearer, who hopefully I can still pick out amongst the crowd. <laughs> who knows? He's still only carrying a torch. Everybody else has great axes. Yeah. Also, he has a chipped horn from where the Minotaur statue whacked him. That's true. So I'm like, you are permanently assigned to our party. You stay with us. The rest of you, follow us temporarily along the bottom of the lake. And, yep, let's go, I guess. And I turn around to Darren, though, like, do you feel up to boat towing? Uh, yeah, and immediately the skeletons all start um, moving out in formation into the water until uh, they can't be seen anymore. Uh, and Darenthil just sort of uh, stands agape and is like, okay, this changes things. Yeah, this is weird. I, I don't think I'm cut out to be quite the scale leader. <laughs> well, you don't need to lead. You just need to keep Niltel in check. Was that uh, Yenmai or Darenthil? That's Darenthil. Yenmai is over with uh, Niltel's unconscious body while Darenthil is over hanging out with you. Yeah, I look over at Niltel's unconscious one-handed body, and I'm like, I... I don't know, maybe this is shitty of me, but the fact that he was willing to get his hand chopped off to save us makes me feel a little bit better about the whole situation. Look, I'm not saying... It... Changes how I feel as well. I don't think that he's going to use his army of darkness to take over the land, at least. I don't think he will. But I would feel better if you just kept your eyes open. Yeah, you and my family and literally everyone I've ever met has told me to keep an eye on Niltel. So I'll keep doing it, I guess. Well, geez, sorry, I didn't know I was like... No, 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 I'm just saying you're part of a long and storied history of people saying to keep my head on a swivel around this fella. Uh, yeah, it's kind of the common advice about them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could have fucked me up real proper by this point if you wanted to. And there were a handful of times where he could have taken, like, you know, actual power. Like back in way more he could have pretty easily probably killed that king guy or leveraged some bureaucratic power from him after we saved his daughter but he didn't 
I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Well, I can only tell you what I've seen from him so far, and it's uh, a mixed bag. So if you're experiencing the same thing, then hey, yeah, he... you do you and don't take advice from me, I guess. He ain't been on his best behavior the last couple days, so <laughs> not best foot forward, so to speak. Hmm. All right. Well, what did Kalina say, Jocelyn? Said, "What did Nell do other than continuously save your life and conscript himself to a demon and continuously save your life?" Listen, I'm just trying to empathize with Darren, though, so that hopefully he will <laughs> view you favorably. All right. Uh... How long do you think he'll stay unconscious, and should we bother waiting? We have a boat, we have an army. Hmm, you ever got your hand chopped off? Uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) I I do still have them both. Uh, He turns, and uh, we look and see, uh, Yemai is not a medic. She is her best dressing his wound, though. Have we full rested at this point? No. Okay, well, then I'm out of level one spells. I'm going to... At first, I'll first I'll ask Darren, though. Hey, are you any good with first aid? Or just average, you'd say? Uh, not an expert, but I can poke. I will go see if I can't help Yenmai out. Hold on. I'm going to go try and help Yenmai dress the wound, because I'm out of healing spells. You gonna make a medicine check? Yeah. Am I allowed, Sean? Yeah, of course. Do, 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 boo, boo, do, do. Uh, 12 plus 2 is 14. 12 plus 2 is 14. Uh, okay. Um, you're probably gonna have to keep your eye on it and change the bandages frequently because uh, it could get infected. Uh, it's a pretty nasty wound to have your hand uh, cough, but uh, you enough. can make a tourniquet and try and stop all the fucking bleeding at least yeah I'm saying this out loud to you and my like we're probably gonna have to change the bandages I worry this would go so didn't you say moon sword like lightsabered it closed that was when we were talking about the PG-13 rating of the podcast it didn't actually okay fine (laughs) yeah because you were like why does she get turned into chum off screen like a Disney villain and I get my fucking hand <laughs> cut off up. right on screen. That's why I started saying that stuff. Fine. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, so I'm saying to you and my as I'm working to sort of flow of consciousness, not let myself think too hard about the fact that I chopped my, at this point, best friend's arm off, hand off, same difference. So we're probably going to have to change the bandages every couple hours. Um, and I think I have some disinfectant ointment in my pocket. Won't do much besides keep it clean, but... I had some fucking hand sanitizer. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, damn it. But yeah, just, (laughs) we don't want him getting blood poisoning. I've never got my hand chopped off, but, you know, I figure it's a pretty big infection risk, and I'm tying off the bandage and showing her. I'm going slowly so she can see what I'm doing. We don't need to linger on the medical procedure for too long. (laughs) But. I know, um, but I was trying to have a conversation with Yenmai. Oh. No play shot. So sorry. I'm not playing with you. Not in the space. And that is not playing with me in the space where I'm anxiously fretting over Niltel and also trying to comfort Yenmai at the same time. (laughs) Well, 
She's staying focused. She's quiet, but she's listening and nodding along. And do you think um, you're you're wondering if 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 she got all that? Yeah, I mean, she looks shaken and should be. So I won't like press it. <laughs> hmm. All right. But uh, yeah, uh, she stays available, and you and her keep your eye on Niltel uh, as you guys carry him over into the boat. Yeah, I pick up Niltel. He is all so light and has always been so light. Just super easily pick him up and carry him into the boat. <laughs> uh, in my size, and she says, I'm sorry. Why are you apologizing? I... I trained to be a master of the arcane to not let any enemy stand in my way if it came to that and in this situation I choked and was of no help at all hey hey and I sat down don't tell and I'm going to slowly reach my hand out to put it on her shoulder to give her time to get away if she wants to um she's not flinching away okay I put my hand on her shoulder I'm like you can't be a one person island like you got different strengths and weaknesses and that's why you gotta surround yourself with people who care about you to supplement those areas so you can look out for each other. It's okay to need help. Well, that's good, because I needed it. Me too. I probably would have run myself down someone's sword about five times by now if I didn't have someone who cared to look out for me. Alright. I don't think I quite followed what you two were doing back there. Was that all according to plan, or... Was that as chaotic to you as it seemed to me? Bold of you to assume we had a plan. <laughs> mm. I see. Yeah. I mean, I thought the pan thing was going to be a bluff, but then Nil was serious and I ran out of time to stall. And then, man, if I could have held it for like another 20 seconds, man, we would have been solid. No one's hand needn't have gotten chopped, but I don't know. I... <sighs> I think you guys pushed your luck pretty far before that. Yeah. Hey, you're a magic sort. Is there any way to... Is there a spell called reattach hand? <laughs> um... Do you even have it? The hand? Yeah, I took it. Probably. Probably. Okay. Um... Let's see here. So she has to make a... Arcana? Nope, because it is a, a divine class only spell, so she has to make a religion check. Can't druids do it? Uh, druids are divine casters. They are. <laughs> yeah. News to me. Druids started out as a as a cleric subclass in all the oh. when they first showed up. Neat. I did not know that. And she. Uh, she rolls a 10 and she says, I think that would take a miracle. Um, the medical sciences are not exactly uh, conductive with arcane research. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be your bag. I mean, Niltel would probably know, but... And I wave a hand in front of Niltel's face. <laughs> See? No, no, nothing on in there. No lights. <laughs> He's fucking dead. Alright, so uh, you guys begin uh, sailing off a uh, minotaur's trailing in the background, and three hours later, 
uh, when you guys are, let's see, do you guys want to be back where you guys burned the, burned the mummy to ashes when Niltel wakes up? I mean, yeah, that sounds fair. I think we should set up camp here and put the right. minotaur skeletons on guard while we sleep before we make so the on long a rocky back shore, up. Yeah, on a rocky shore with a, a tunnel that leads up uh, into the uh, long abandoned and dry sewer system of this ancient city. Uh, you guys are resting for a moment, catching your breath, and planning on camping here when they'll tell. Uh, you begin to draw consciousness again. Cypress is probably setting up a perimeter, so I think Yenmai's with him. <laughs> where's my hand? <laughs> where's my hand? You want to know where your hand is? <laughs> Give it to me. I think Cypress Your took hand's it. off! <laughs> <laughs> Why did Cypress take it? <laughs> I... He asked about a hand reattachment spell. Uh, I'm not high enough level for that, I don't think. <laughs> Do you know if such a thing exists? Are you here? No. <laughs> I'm asking Niltel. Well, I'm asking Kalena, who plays Niltel. <laughs> uh, there are restoration spells. I don't think it would reattach the hand. I think it would just regrow it. Right, Sean? Yeah. This is within Niltel's knowledge as a cleric. He could, at some point, possibly cast a restoration spell to grow his hand back. That's cool. Okay. He has a plus one on religion. He th- he figures that miracle is possible. <laughs> Anything can happen. Uh, where are we? We're just at that first shore now. We've all of the water is behind us. Oh. How long has it been? Hours. Uh, okay. Uh, hmm. We still have to make our way back to the home base or whatever? I think we're all too tired to. Where are we just setting up camp? I'm good for another nap, honestly. I don't (laughs) think that we should move you right now. I think we should watch you. I don't... I feel alive, if that helps. It, it, it does. It's reassuring. You stay still, okay? Just lie right there. No problems here. Yeah. He lies back down. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, slumps over. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess Cypress finishes putting up tents. <laughs> Alright, on the rocky shore. Yeah, against the wall. I am talking to the Minotaur army like, okay, uh, guess if y'all could keep watch and don't let shit disturb us, get rid of it if it looks hostile, just guard the perimeter. And Cypress isn't super sure about giving commands, especially to people who cannot affirm whether or not they understand the commands. Mm-hmm. And then Cypress says, if you understand, please give me a thumbs up. And I show the motion for skeletons okay i was waiting for that last bit actually (laughs) (laughs) i just have to massage my head for a second before i say yes they all give you thumbs up and (laughs) 30 minotaur skeletons give you a thumbs up we're gonna teach these guys asl it's gonna be great (laughs) i mean that would be very helpful 
Okay, and then I turn around so, and I and I see Nelltail's awake, and I walk up. I'm like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" She just told me to go back to sleep. Yeah, do you want to get up to the tents then, instead of in the open? Oh, where's my hand? No, hold on. I'm first answer my question. No, give give it back. No, no, answer my question first. Do you want to go sleep in the tents? Sure, give me my hand. Okay, do you need a hand? And I hold out your hand. You fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Let me set up my bad joke, goddammit. Darren turns to look the other way. Yenmai just looks up at you and says, Cypress. Trails off. Does Nil- Does tell laugh? He, he he does look like he's gonna insult you, but he laughs a little bit. <laughs> yes, perfect. I don't care about their opinion of my bad joke, just yours. I give you your hand back. I've wrapped it up and, like, cleaned it as best I can. It's cold. He chucks it into the ocean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I held your hand all the way back here, and this is how you repay me. <laughs> Okay. I just didn't want anyone to have it. <laughs> Goodbye, Cypress. Goodbye. I don't need your help with Niltel anymore. <laughs> yeah, are you going to pick him up off the ground? If I have to, if I hear another pun, <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Well, then my hands are tied and I will stop making jokes. <laughs> then I get you off the ground. Go away, Cypress. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start making yourself handy. Hey, oh. <laughs> I held my hand up for a high five. I'm not going to give you a hand with that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving, actually. <laughs> I hold out my arm for you to pull yourself up on, since you can't like brace both your hands anywhere now. Yeah, and uh, they escort you into a tent and lay you down. Yeah. And I go ahead and change your bandages since it's been three hours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Yenmai uh, very uh, adeptly helps you. It's clear that she memorized all of the instructions that you gave earlier only once. I'm going to roll okay. to check their, their work. I'm, I'm a cleric. Roll your own medicine check. 13. That's probably good, right? That's good enough. They look like they're doing all the right stuff. For someone with previous training, it's enough to recognize good work, I think. Alright. I will allow it. (laughs) Like you have much say. (laughs) Alright, and then, Cypress, what do you do? I'm gonna roll up my bedroll next to Nailtail with all my medical supplies and pass the fuck out. Oh, first I ask, I call one of the Minotaur skeletons over and is like, hey, wake me up in like two, three hours. Do you understand? I mean, they are standing at attention by the tent now. Did they give me a thumbs up? No. I told them earlier to give thumbs up if they understand what I'm asking of them. And yet they don't this time. I sigh and say, from now on, whenever I ask you to do something, please give me a thumbs up to show you understand. Thumbs up. Cool. (laughs) And I pass out. So they need precision wording. (laughs) Very, very precise. It's like uh, as soon as Cypress is unconscious, Yenmai says, it was the only way to get him to stop. I hope you understand that. Mm, you're still a... You're still a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the war against puns, I have betrayed my entire nation. 
are you okay? I'm at a loss for words. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. You've done this to me. I've done this to you. <laughs> and Cypress has done this to me. So really, but- it's Cypress's fault. Cypress snores accusingly in the background. <laughs> can we stop with the jokes? Are you... Can you... Feel anything? If I don't look at it, I can. But then I look at it, and it's like, oh, it's gone. That's weird. You know? Mm-hmm. I can still feel every one of my fingers if I touch them with my thumb. That's... something. Niltel, I have to admit, you're... If you were not moving your eyes like that and responding, breathing, I just... I would not be able to tell you apart from the cadavers back at the Enclave. Uh, that's reassuring. I... Are you going to get better? Uh... I mean... Neltel still has bone hair, by the way. I think Neltel... I think the bone hair is basically the only thing Neltel can tell. Mm-hmm. Because everything else, he's just like, uh He's like, I, yeah, I don't know what happened here with this, but like... It could be a look, I guess. Certainly not the look I go for. (laughs) The aesthetic. It's at least a little bit too long. It's very hot topic of you. (laughs) I think you need to get rid of it right away. Does it hurt if I tug on it? No. Can I pull one out? Yeah, it's not even like... It's like pulling out a hair... Like, so, like, the skin is, like, maybe, like, a little red, but it pulls, like, right out, and it doesn't even hurt as much as pulling a hair out. (laughs) What does she say when I do that? Uh, so did that hurt? No, actually. You want to help me finish? I'll be bald, though. I'm not sure that's a good look, either. You know, elf hair grows very, very slowly. It's preferable to the alternative. All right, let's go. Okay, I... We'll have to dispose of these after, I guess. Okay, let me take out a cloth. And uh, they remove all of your bone hair off of your head, and you're a bald drow now. (laughs) You missed your fun opportunity to headbutt someone real good and leave them full of quills like a porcupine. (laughs) They're not sticking straight up, I hope. No. That would be very funny, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They drape like the fucking predator. Now that I've got one off to, like, look at, what does it look like to me? Like, can I roll nature or arcana to try to guess at what it is? No. You can roll medicine, uh, but other than that, arcana is not going to tell you anything. Fifteen. This is definitely real bone, but it's not bone for any animal. It's as if a spider had bones. Neat. <laughs> spiders don't. <laughs> Love me some spider skeletons. Yeah, they're hollow. Hollow bones. Kind of like bird bones. Like wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yenmai uh, takes up the cloth, folds it up, and is like, I'll be right back. And she starts leaving the tent uh, okay. and uh, nearly bumps into Darren Thill on the way out. It's like, excuse me. 
Is Derek though coming in? Yeah. Oh. Why the fuck I are you all going to, to sleep? <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Cypress is the only one that gives a shit about sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just sits in a corner. Oh, fair enough. I don't talk to him. Okay, he occasionally glances at you. <laughs> you guys aren't in here uh, alone without Yenmai long enough for her to not uh, come back after like a quiet splash in the background. She's throwing my bones into the ocean. You threw she your own threw bones your into, the ocean. into the ocean. Yeah, but the bones are kind of cool. <laughs> you could have gotten your well, own hand taxidermied. It would have been dope. <laughs> I'm not interested in giving myself high fives. That would be pretty bad. You and I are very different elves. <laughs> all right. Okay. So you guys long rest. Uh, you guys get half your hit dice back. You get all of your HP back. You guys get your spells back. Uh, was there anything that you guys were planning to do once you wake? Uh, Darenthal trances. Uh, Yenmai uh, falls asleep a little bit later. Um, Niltel, do you trance? Or do you sleep? Well... Um, I trance, but drows don't see anything when they trance, so it's kind of like sleeping anyway. That's true. Nilto doesn't really get the get why sleep, because in his mind they're basically the same thing, but one is more annoying. (laughs) (laughs) If you you were to sleep, would you have dreams? Maybe. It's probably what makes it annoying. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. It's exciting. So, uh, you're in your trance. When you're in your trance, uh, it's like a gentle void. Neat. Cypress, uh, you have a dream. Cool. Ooh. Uh, it is like uh, you are in, back in the swamp again, only it is full of mist. Uh, you can hear something like hooves in the background, uh, and there's whispering on your periphery. This is uncomfortably familiar. I turn around and look for a horse. A bull charges through a thicket at you. Oh, cool. I'm going to grab it by the horns. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very on brand. Uh, let's see here. Do you want me to roll a dream strength? Yeah, sure. Roll strength athletics check. Time for a dream strength. Okay, my athletics is plus five, and I'm going to Is it like when you try to throw a punch in your dream, but your arm doesn't move that fast? Yeah, I rolled a three plus five. It's so absolutely probably. like that. Alright, the dream bull rolls 28. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, it is a bull. <laughs> I don't think you could have beaten that. Mm-hmm. As soon as you grab onto the horns, uh, it picks you up. Uh, and it starts charging forward. Uh, and the bull starts... Uh, its eyes light on fire. Uh, blood starts pouring out of its uh, nose and its mouth. Uh, and the whispering gets really loud. You can't even make it out, but it's like there are a thousand voices all trying to deliver you secret messages, and you can't understand any of them. Hmm. For clarity's sake, this reminds me of when we were going to Miss Morgan's place, and we ran into a guy, skeleton guy on a horse, and there was fog. Remember? It does remind you of that, yes. Okay. And so, am I getting gored, or what's up? I just sort of look at it, because I'm not in control of the situation anymore. I try to hear the voices... Should I roll to hear mm-hmm. the voices? Um, no. Eventually, uh, your grip loosens. Uh, you fall. By this point, this thing's 
It is as if all of the blood that was pouring out of its mouth and nose, like, stained and collected, like, all over its lower body, because then you are trampled and you feel like you're covered in blood, uh, and you roll around in pain, and it is the swamp, only it is a swamp of blood. And then you wake up. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) That's why I prefer not to dream. Mm Mm-hmm. I had checked myself for blood surreptitiously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you wake up, you check yourself for blood surreptitiously. Do you go back to sleep? Mm. How long has it been? Uh, not long. Um, Hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I go back to sleep. Alright. Uh, when you go back to sleep, you have more peaceful dreams. Nice. Me and the bull are friends now. Right. Uh, the next day after you guys have healed up, is there anything you guys do on your trek all the way back up through the sewers and into uh, the cobalt settlement? I'm not sure what to do with all these guys, and I gesture at the entirety of the Bone Army, minus Torchbearer. Should I send them back? I don't know. I feel like having them somewhere where we could get to them easy enough, like in case of emergency like the aforementioned, but I also don't think we can really take them out of here. I feel like that would be a bad idea. Actually, um, so we're heading back to the, like, where the kobold encampment is. Yeah. Do the skeletons know the way? If I ask them to, if I ask one of them to lead the way, do they know how to get through the city? So you turn to one of the minotaurs and you say, you, lead the way back to the city. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, they start trudging ahead of you. Neat. That's fun. Very. You know, the kobolds might... <laughs> the kobolds might enjoy a bit of uh, help navigating. Well, but then you'd have to give control of them to the kobolds. Well, I could tell them to help navigate. That is true. That is true. We could... I, I, all that to me, I just... I could hide them somewhere in the city, I guess. And they would know how to get to us. I didn't know if they could navigate better than we could. By the way, did the guy give a thumbs up after Niltel gave that command? No. Why not? Because <laughs> only you asked for it. In your specific verbiage earlier, you said, when I give you a command. Damn. <laughs> Every time you tell them a new thing, it's going to be more and more specific for simpler and simpler commands. I should never have a genie offer Molly a wish, is what I'm thinking from this. Yeah, I would die. I would probably die. <laughs> you wouldn't die. You would just get, like, a bunch of deers. How so? You know, like a million bucks. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, when you guys, as you guys, like, trek up in the city, you, like, keep letting the Minotaurs, like, lead and follow behind? Mm-hmm. Alright. As long as one of them looks like it knows where it's going, I follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Thill, um, walks up beside Cypress and says, Uh, I've been holding back, uh, my question, uh, for now, but I'm... <laughs> Uh, I had something important to ask you about before we got interrupted earlier. Okay, I start falling back a little bit, let some of the skeletons go past, and I'm like, alright, bud, what's up? You said there was a dragon. 
Um, hmm. Can you be cool? I don't know what you mean by that. You're going to have to be a little more specific. Can you keep this information to yourself and not spread it willy-nilly all over the place? I need some assurances. Which ones? I haven't even thought of them yet. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can promise that right out of hand. Yeah, well, he's just a baby, and... He's going to stay up here and not really do much. And I feel like we could start a unnecessary crusade against one baby dragon if, like, the information got into the wrong hands. How old is it? Uh, like, a month. Right? The generation of some creatures, you know, perhaps nothing will happen. That dragon... By itself, south of the walls of Voldrak, the only dragon south of those walls. I don't know. You and me, Cypress, our lifetimes are long enough that we might see terrible things come to happen because of that. Well, but what are you going to do? Kill a baby? I mean, I'm worried about the control that Embersnarl has over it, like... He doesn't seem to be a real good influence on the kid, but I, I I don't know. I believe that it could be a good little dragon guy if it, you know, is raised right. Can you promise me it will be? I mean, mm. I'm not suggesting that we take direct action right now. I'm not saying anything is going to happen tomorrow or in a year or even in a decade, maybe even a century. But maybe, eventually, terrible things will happen because of this. Hmm. You know, I can't promise that. I can't... Hmm. My understanding of it from a little speech Emperor Snarl gave is that they're trying to... He's being, you know, kept by the kobolds who came up from the swamps who wanted to move here, you know, for a bit of a better life, which, fair enough. And he's making it out like this dragon will be the leader, like it used to be. Those things are going to inflate that creature's ego to enormous sizes before it is even the deadly threat that it can grow up to be. Hmm. Well, what if we leave, like, a babysitter here with him? Keep an eye. <sighs> like who? You? I look at I look at Darenthal. Me? I'm I'm on a quest. I have to go home. I need to get into a vault. You can come home and go back. Yeah, you're just gonna waltz up to the kobolds. They, hey, I've in, I've installed a a a a dragon babysitter for the education of good morals, and you're just gonna be like, yeah, let this guy, yeah, good old Darenthal, teach your dragon good morals. Listen, bud, I'm doing my best over here. It was just an idea. <laughs> You were the one raising concerns about it. I'm trying to raise feasible solutions. If you don't have anything helpful to say, then don't go shitting on my ideas. I'm doing my best. I nearly died, like, five times. Sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. I'm just very, very tired. No, it's understandable. It's okay. I'm just concerned. I'm scared, even. That's... No, that's very fair. I've heard as well as you have what the dragons were capable of. But I don't really think I believe in things being 
born evil and incorrigible. Then I sort of look at the back of Deltel's head. It is a dangerous game you're playing here, Cypress. You are surrounded on all sides by people of questionable repute. Uh, and you seem to be coming through fine. You and them, they seem to be cooperating well. I hope that uh, you don't change for the worse and that they only change for the better. But I think maybe if all of these people are fine and are safe, I just hope that the next person that you meet, that you don't assume that they'll be fine and they stab you in the back. Cypress thinks about it. He's like, yeah, I appreciate your concern. I'll keep trying to keep my head on straight. In the meantime, we can think about the, you know, whole dragon thing. He's a real cute little bugger. Very drippy with acid, but he can't help that so much. <sighs> yeah, and he just sighs. <laughs> we'll workshop it. I'm sure there's something we can do. And I pat his shoulder. Eyes open, head on straight. Mm -hmm. And he says it more as if he's saying it to himself than to you. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you guys and your army rise up into the city uh, and then march into the center of the city. Uh, The huge uh, lanterns still alit. Uh, There is a... Uh, labyrinth of constructions and carvings all around the temple uh, as the kobolds have uh, properly built their settlement. I'm gonna... Oh, that was fucking quick. That was quick. I'm slowing us down before we get there, and I'm like, you might want to think about installing a permanent catch-all to not let the kobolds use them for, you know, large-scale war. Use what? I gesture to the army. I, the only people, as far as I know, that can give the motives is me and you. Well, yeah, but if you're going to let them, you know, have um, brain to use them as a ye old GPS slash map. <laughs> we'll see. Boof! <gasps> Percy! Percy! Percy, oh my god! <laughs> Percy! The clicky clack. <laughs> They're jumping. Yeah. No, no, no jumping. Stop encouraging her. Uh, she, I can't hear you. Per- Percy just jumped up into my arms and I am <laughs> hugging her. And I'm like, Percy, <laughs> oh, we missed you. I shake my head and then I like grab her little face and squish it. <laughs> <laughs> she's a big dog, but she's very yeah. baby. She's baby. She baby. Yeah. Who's been taking care of her? Does she look fatter or about the same? She looks about the same. There are kobolds going to and fro. um, And uh, you guys told the minotaurs to stay back, so you're a pretty small crowd. But you do have uh, an addition. Uh, As soon as you guys waltz into town, there are people that are poking around, people that are excited. Are we going to open the vault? And they're like, who's this guy? An addition of one Darenthal and a subtraction of one hand. <laughs> are you showing the hand off, or are you hiding it, or are you just existing? No, I'm just hoping nobody notices. Mm-hmm. I do ask who was taking care of Percy. Like, legitimately. Who was taking care of Percy? I think it must be one of 
one of our friends. Yeah, one of your kobold friends probably stepped up to the job. We never fucking found the missing kobolds. <laughs> oh, I mean, what would be fun is I remember we came across a couple of them who were nesting. And maybe Greyblade was just in the nesting throes and was like, take care of baby. Care for baby. <laughs> My baby. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, like, speak up and say that they took care of Percy, I, like, toss him five gold. <laughs> Very warm and affectionate. Yes. <laughs> I have no problem with Flapblade or Greylash. Greylash is MIA, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greylash is one of the missing ones, but Flapblade is probably taken care. So everyone's crowding around trying to see if we're going to get the thing open. Yeah. You don't hear any... Hey, where'd your hand goes? But you do see here, they're like, you, you cut off all your hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably the more pressing thing, huh? Yeah, yeah it looks like you waxed it. <laughs> it's, like, shiny, even. And red from all of the pulling out of the bones. <laughs> It'll get better. Like a baby's bottom. Oh, this no. This just been slapped. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Hate a little it. ugly. You'll have to figure out what you're going to do about that. Maybe you can put on a hat. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast restoration just to grow my hair back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my hand. If I could nice. transfer you my weird void effect of much hair, I would, but I can't. Oh, yeah, your effect was much hair. Mm-hmm. Long and big. Like, like an extra foot of hair. More. Where are you guys going to right now? You have Percy in tow, Cypress is carrying her. I said kobolds all around. She gets wingly, so I set her back down. Where are you guys going? Uh, are we going straight to the vault room? I don't know. Should we talk to the other humans or the Ember Snarl first? Or are we just... Actually, let's not tell Ember Snarl. Let's go straight there so we can grab our shit. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And if, uh, if, you if guys I... guys march I, directly towards the temple. If I see Naruto on the way, I grab him. <laughs> what about Aaron? Well, her also, but I remember Narder was specifically worried about finances. So when Aaron and Alan uh, notice that the kobolds are being less productive because their curiosity has been piqued, uh, they are drawn out uh, of the homes uh, and into the thoroughfare uh, as you guys uh, come in and they end up like joining the, the procession. It's like, oh, Jesus, what happened to you? Uh, later. Later, later. Heads down. Walk fast. So... And Ember Snarl is uh, at the top the temper. You've returned. Baphomet's blessings upon you. What? What? Mind your business. And he just like waves his hands about in this uh, understanding, creepy way. Mm, don't like that. Mm-mm. Is Torchbearer still with us? I know we said Sans Minotaurs, but... I told him to permanently stay to with you. us, so he is here. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Torchbearer is beside you. Ember Snarl is at the top of the stairs. The the kobold crowd is parting a little to let you guys go up the stairs, but Ember Snarl's... He's not exactly standing in the way of the door in, like, a protective way, but he's in the way, uh, on the path. What do you guys do? I guess we push past him. Well, hold on. Um, why did we agree... We agreed to do this so that we could get the money. We aren't beholden to him specifically, are we? No, we are beholden to dragon. the dragon. Um, not as, like, servants, but as, like, protectors. Mm-hmm. Or at least as non-harmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's 
in a more of an ethical gray area instead of a black area for us to get past him and get our hands on everything first. Yeah, let's do it. Cypress is feeling very morally gray after this whole ordeal. <laughs> Niltel never had any intention of letting Ember snarl to the treasure first. I also grab Darenthil and pull him up so that he can find his artifacts before they get picked over. Darenthil is not straying far from you guys. He does not want to be separated from the group in a situation like this. Cypress says, howdy, how's it going? Nice to see you again. Okay, goes around. <laughs> and I'm... We only have the one Minotaur, but we quickly, between the humans, I think, and like a handful of kobolds can get us ourselves on the dragon claw mm-hmm. pressure points. The steppies. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yanmai is on the side and she's actually like rubbing her forehead and she's like, oh, I don't know about this. What's up? The uh, vault door is revealed. Uh, creaks open. I shield my eyes from the dragon. Nothing new seems to be happening. Oh, so we're in the room. We're all on the little steppy bits. Mm-hmm. Vrondis has crept out from around the throne. Yeah. Oh, hey, bud. Does he... he makes a low gurgling and hissing noises. Do I have anything? I, to... I don't have anything new. I toss him one of my meat rations. Okay. Erase I... off your character sheet. I give him a shiny piece of gold to start his hoard. He eats it. Oh. <laughs> that's. Do dragons eat gold? Is that what they do? I guess that's fine. I mean, it was yours to do with whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, we cannot let him get in there. He will eat everything. What are you guys thinking? Um, so we need to pull out all of the, like, Minotaur artifacts. Yeah, who's got least. what right now? I have I, the bell. I have the knife. You have the mask. And, oh, shit, the book. Didn't you guys give the mask to someone? No. Nilta has it. Do I have it? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. I don't remember. I don't think you guys kept the mask, did you? We might have given it to... We would not. Do have, we give the? We would not have given it to Ember Snarl. I cannot see us. No, having... we would have given it to one of the humans. No, you definitely didn't give it to. Anyone. Then we kept it. No one gave anything to Ember Snarl. I would not have. You guys are sure about that? I thought. Yes, sure I'm sure. Gave one of the treasures to him. No, but he had the book all along. Yeah, he does have the book. So he needs to be in here. He'll be the eighth. Wait, Steppy. Hold on. Let me try something. And I lean over to Torchbearer and I whisper. Open the vault, please. He just stands there. I give Torchbearer the bell. And and the mask. And the knife. You guys hand them off to Torchbearer? Yep. Alright, he's holding them. Where's the book? That's... Doesn't look like it's working. People are, like, muttering around. Aaron is like, not again. I say, yeah, um, no. Torchbearer, give me a thumbs up if you are able to open the bolt. Nothing. Give me a All thumbs right, up right. if you know how to open the bolt. Uh, Ember Snarl, uh, slowly padding his way up the, the steps of the book, is like, have you forgotten? Uh, and Yenmai, still rubbing her forehead, says, it may not have been completely clear, but our theory is... Someone has to have everything at this point if they really want to pass themselves off. Right, give us the book then. Give it to Torchbearer. He has the best chance as a Minotaur skeleton. I don't think... I give Yenmai a look. It's going to work. He's not even alive. 
Uh, he's. Yanmai, why don't you do it? You know the law better than we do. That's true. I think you could be the best one to pass off. She looks at you like she's very concerned about that idea. I want to roll persuasion to get Ember Snarl to give let Yanmai do it. It's a good middle ground because she's been like buddying up with him the whole time. Am I allowed to roll? Um, I don't think so. Why not? Oh. Because I I think you should only roll when I think that you have a possibility of succeeding. Damn, so he wouldn't do it even if if Yanmai was doing it? I think he he tries you and he says, Give me my regalia. They're not yours, bud. We have all come in pilgrimage this far because of my mission. I learned this was here in the first place. I know what we're here for. We just need to be assured that we're going to get what we deserve. It would not open if it weren't for us. And I've lost quite a bit more than you have, I raise my hand. Yeah, I doubt you would have survived the journey for any of these three. And I pull my shirt aside and show him the necrotic scar. I have proved myself. I have supplicated. And I have sacrificed to the Lord Baphomet. I am the one who is the most prepared to hold the blessings. Uh, I look at Niltel. I guess I'll do it. Give him your Baphomet vibes. Turn your eyes on. Turn your eyes on. Um, I just give him a look. And I say, I can do it, and my eyes flash green. I don't think he understands quite yet. Mm. What did Baphomet give you the power to do besides command the army? Mostly that, as far as I know. (laughs) He didn't give you any extra powers. But as far as, like... I think someone commanding a Minotaur army could pass as a Minotaur pretty, pretty, much more easily than a random kobold. He doesn't know any of what you guys have gone through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fine, if he wants to stab himself on the bell, let him. Uh, this is a bad idea. The bell's clapper is still there, fully functional. Stupid. Why am I the only one that got to get stabbed? Because you're the only one who got stabbed. (laughs) Fucked up. Are we going to let him... I don't want to. ...come be the eighth steppy? I don't want to let him open the tip thing. Because we have the specific things that we're trying to get. You're going to have to wrestle it from him. I mean, he's going to have to wrestle all these artifacts from me. I feel like that's our only option. We must learn all the powers of the Lord of Labyrinths if we are to master the mazes. <sighs> I feel like this is a bad idea. <laughs> it's up to you. I'm leaving it in your hands. Oh, because you only have the one. Both of you make an... <laughs> Both of you make a regular intelligence checks. Uh, saves if you got them. Can I make... No, hold on. I want to get a vibe off of Ember Snarl. Um, mm-hmm. Like an insight? Yeah, like insight. Can, yeah. can I insight? Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling a die. You can pretty much always insight unless it's a totally expressionless being. 16 plus 2. Like 18. Within 18? Yeah. Uh, Ember Snarl has more he's uh, not saying, but he is uh, 
quivering with rage like an animal. What about? Like he's about to explode into one. Into an animal? Into a rage. I'm going to roll the intelligence check. 16. Uh, You recall months ago after you first met Cypress stepping into a mine in which there were many mosaics of kobolds and labyrinths. Okay. That's all. His words uh, evoke those memories to your mind. That is all. Okay. Can we roll connection? Connect concept to conclusion? I cannot do that part for you. So, I'm guessing that the kobolds were under the control of Baphomet even back then, if they're so obsessed with the labyrinths now. I mean, the kobolds are meant to rule over dragons, and if this used to be a dragon lair, then they were probably here. Dragons were meant to rule over kobolds. Yes, yes. They were meant to serve under dragons. So what did the Minotaurs have to do with it? I guess the Minotaurs... Because the Minotaurs, like, revolted. I'm still a little shaky on the lore. Yeah. But I think it would be fine if he opened it. Sean, we would remember this. Could you re-explain it real quick, please? Okay, I think I can also explain the parts where... Uh, the city here, from what you guys learned from the book that Ember Snarl is holding, uh, and from what you guys learned down below in the uh, Horned um, Monastery of Baphomet, uh, it seems that like what happened here is that once upon a time, uh, the Minotaurs were here, uh, that the Minotaurs were what lived here, what lived in the city, that there were small subordinate spaces for kobolds to also exist in as second-class citizens. The murals here in the temple all around you feature a minotaurs throwing gold into deep wells for the dragons. Uh, however, you also learned in the book about a rebellion. Uh, a rebellion that, from what you guys pieced together in the monastery, uh, was led by a minotaur who, by ringing the bell after it had been corrupted by Baphomet, was able to compel everyone around into a rage and... Uh, it seems like this event caused their extinction. So that was Valdrog the Brute. He rang the bell and caused the revolution, which killed everybody here. Well, according to the book, it was a different guy, but Valdrog was probably very into the cause. Probably. So. Hmm. I mean, we could stuff our ears and give it to him. Why our ears? In case he rings the bell. Does he seem... I... Hmm. He seems pretty fucking mad to me. I wouldn't... So, Sean... Then wrestle the book away from him. Sean, you... Those are two options. Um, can we at least barter to get what we need to get before we let him in? Or is he looking pretty unchangeable, Sean? About letting us grab what we want first. You know he wants the artifacts. You know he he has this uh, fervored zeal about Baphomet that he is going on about. This does not seem like treasure greed that he's crazy about. We have a few things we want from the vault before y'all take charge of it. Is that okay? A few specific things. Yes, yes. I... We'll hold up my end of the bargain. You and all of your human friends will receive glorious treasure, and you will give me the artifacts. Was that the deal? 
I don't remember, but I mean, the artifacts are just these four things we got, so I guess you can have them. Okay, if Niltel seems willing to let it happen, I'm sort of running out of ideas, so I hand the blade to him, hilt first. Alright. Uh, he clutches it closely. He's gonna have to grab the other two off of Torchbearer. Yeah. If he can reach him. You guys want to cause problems for him? No. I want to see if he's willing to do it. Cypress isn't helping. He tries to command Torchbearer. He says, kneel, you! And Torchbearer doesn't do anything. Good. You should should flex and tell him to give- tell Torchbearer to give him the things. Yeah, yeah. I say, um, Torchbearer, kneel. Uh, his, like, breath catches, uh, and he freezes up. Uh, Torchbearer kneels in front of him, and he stops for a moment, and then he starts clutching at the artifacts and putting them on. The small kobold that he is, uh, it tucks the blade away, uh, and then carries the bell as best as he can with both arms, wobbling over to the huge vault doors. On a scale of 1 to 10, how ridiculous does he look? Pretty bad. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, he's encumbered for sure. He huffs and puffs a little as he carries the bell forward. The crowd is deathly silent and concerned about this whole ordeal. And Ember Snarl like gazes up into the eyes of the dragon and he says, Look at me. See me, know me for what I am. After a long pause. There is a hiss. Steam starts billowing out of the nostrils and the mouth of the dragon. Uh, and then the eyes uh, practically begins fuming out. Uh, there is the sounds of like a million cranking gears uh, as uh, the dragon's like arms and body, his head unmoving, but the arms and bodies begin to like turn away and like unfold and be pulled as the vault opens. What do we see? Piles and piles and piles of ancient coins, uh, gems, and art objects. I dive into it like Scrooge McDuck. Uh, before you can even, Vrondis pounces forward. Ah! So you start eating it? Uh, mine! 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 And that's the only word he can say, and he repeats it over and over again as he frolics. Uh, as others begin to, like, rush forward, Vrondis begins, like, running past them to, like, knock them over and, like, hissing at them and freaking out as he runs around. Mine! 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 Can you charm a dragon? Uh, I think you would need charm... Monster? Well, no. Dragons are, like, their own classification, right? Or are they beasts? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, charm person is for basically charm humanoid, and charm yeah. monster is for everything else. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you have charm monster? I don't. Could would uh, could the dust loot help? Um, dust loot has animal friendship, protection from energy and fire, protection from poison, evil, and good, levitate, invisibility, and fly. Rule arcana. Uh, eleven. Uh, Eleven. Uh, you think animal friendship is only works on mundane animals and not on dragons? Hold on, I need to check something. Levitate five e. I get level three spells when I level up, right? Yeah, but we haven't 
leveled up yet. But so this would be a fun thing to do. Uh, if it's from the DOS loot, then you should be able to cast it from the DOS loot. Yeah. Mm, okay. See, I have levitate, and those spell can levitate a target that weighs up to 500 pounds. <laughs> you just levitate him. Mm-hmm. However, it's a constant saving throw, and I'm worried about dragon constitution. And I'm also worried about the consequences of casting a spell of Rhombus. Mm-hmm. Well? Do you think I should try it? It's up to you. I think it would be funny if it worked. Okay. Um, just fucking put him on the ceiling as as timeout. Yeah. Um, you ask, can the DOS loot help? And I'm like, I mean, I think I felt something when I was vibing with it earlier, and I pull it out. And I cast Levitate, and I'm also going to use Cutting Words to cut his saving throw. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he has a plus three to Constitution saving throws. Uh, cutting Words, that does your Bardic Inspiration die, which is what? A d6. I think I roll it. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead and roll it. Okay. I'm allowed to use it once I know the results, though. Okay, I'll roll first. Okay. Uh, 15. Oh, that's doable. Hell yeah. Um, that's a four. <laughs> awesome. Woo! So that lowers it to 11. Uh, so he starts uh, levitating into the air, uh, and he starts freaking out and throwing a fit. <laughs> what a fucking baby. Yeah. Um, he is li- literally two months old. He's a baby. Yeah. yeah. It's up to 10 minutes, so I'm just going to keep him up there. <laughs> just going to time time out him on the ceiling. Yeah. I don't put him on the ceiling because then he can uh, Ember himself. Snarl uh, wobbles forward. Uh, and says, we will simply have to coax him to be all right with it. Yeah, I don't let him get towards the ceiling or the walls, because then he can pull himself. I just suspend him in midair. Mm-hmm. Should we, um, like, talk to him and have, like, a chat about, I don't know, sharing? Let's get our stuff first. I definitely think this episode, if we're ending it now, fades out on me sh- ravenously shoveling gold into whatever I have on hand. Yeah, I think we go in, we find the artifacts that Darenthal is looking for, we secure enough for an arter. Cypress, while everyone's back is turned, just reaches arm deep into a pile of gold and starts p- piling it into the bag of holding. The bag of holding? How much can the bag of holding hold? So you guys grab a shit ton of stuff. We're going to go over that in a second. Uh, Darenthal is poking around looking for the right objects in this vast horde. Uh, in this huge chamber, everyone grabbing at things. Uh, Ember Snarl begins dragging the bell away uh, and leaving the scene. One of his uh, close cloaked advisors, actually two of them, uh, come forward stepping around him and he mutters to them, count everything they take. Uh, and they start stepping forward and stalking you guys. That's fine. They're not going to stop me. Nope, but they are watching everything you guys take. They're probably going to try and get it back. They won't. I want to roll a, a roll to help Darenthal find his shit. Sure, roll perception. Yeah, I will also help. I will help. Hell yeah. Giving you advantage. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 12. Fair enough. Initially. And a second time. Ooh. Um, 17 plus perception, 21. All right, I think with the 21, uh, then while you guys are looting, uh, that you guys find both the trident and the ring. Uh, they are beautifully inscribed sea elf artifacts uh, that Darren Phil uh, holds on to uh, closely. 
And he says, Thank you. Uh, it feels like you completed some of my quest for me. You're welcome. <laughs> you gave me a letter from my sisters, so we're even. I guess we can leave it at that. And uh, he pats you on the shoulder reassuringly. In Cypress Springs. Uh, and he <laughs> looks over at Abrondis uh, squirming in the air and freaking out as there are some kobolds gathered around under him trying to calm him down and coax him. And Darithil just says, what a brat. Yeah. I think we end there. He's a baby. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys want to know how much you get? Yes. Okay. Uh, after you guys pour out all of your stuff uh, all together, after you guys are done with just hoarding, hoarding, hoarding things. Um, and the vault looks untouched because there's just so much shit, even after we're done with it. You guys have a hoard of ancient coins. The sheer worth of the metal uh, is something to behold. Uh, and you've been reassured that these coins are absolutely worth what they're worth. So. That makes me nervous. Sean doth protest too much. I am protesting too much because I want you guys to know that this is all real good, 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 actual good shit. <laughs> it's the good good. It's the it's good the good. Shit. good. But yeah, you guys can trust this stuff. Okay. Um, so uh, you guys are sitting pretty on uh, a huge pile of over 16,000 ancient coins. Holy shit. Um, Fuck yes. There are, you guys have uh, gemstones uh, laid in about, uh, two carnelians, one chrysoprase, uh, a citrine, a jasper, a moonstone, uh, an onyx, a quartz, a sardonyx, a star rose quartz, three pearls, two ambers, one amethyst, uh, a garnet, a jade, uh, a jet, a spinel, and a tourmaline, uh, three carved bone statuettes, one small gold bracelet, one copper chalice with silver filigree, one small mirror set in a painted wooden frame, two carved ivory statuettes, one silver necklace with a gemstone pendant, a brass mug with jade inlay, uh, and one gold birdcage with electrum filigree that you picked up for some reason. I take the two ivory statuettes for Turtle and Gator. <laughs> oh, they don't need those. Yes, they do. Uh, roll history on them. Uh, me or Neltal? Either of you, I guess. Natural one. Twelve. These things are easily worth several hundred gold yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, they each. don't need that. Are you going to tell me that they're worth several hundred gold each? I say they don't need those. Those are too expensive. Okay. I'm going to grab two of the pretty low-value gemstones for them, then. Uh, Some, like, 50 gold gemstones? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want the same ones, or do you want a different one for each of them? Different for each. Okay. Ooh, now, now we have to pick which which one gets which. I'll do that off-screen. What you think their favorite colors are. Hmm. I need to think about this, so I will do it off-screen after Sean sends me the list of gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure that out off-screen. But yeah, you guys have a huge pile of treasure and money now. Fuck yes. Are we being uh, followed? There are some... I'm so excited. I can actually do downtime without spending half of my money. Uh, you guys, there is uh, one last thing uh, in the pile, by the way, that I forgot to mention. Did you forget, or just for theatrical effect? Uh, it's good for the second, but it's because of the first. Okay. <laughs> a, a beautiful golden necklace with gems in it, uh, with a hand design, golden hands clutching at 
Uh, some beautiful gems. Pretty. Does it, uh, could I roll Detect um, magic? Like history to appraise it? Do you have detect magic? Roll, uh, uh not, no. Uh, not right now. You have to roll arcana to identify a magic item without the identify spell. I rolled a 16. A 16? Okay, I set the difficulty at 15. Yay. Yay. Because this is a uncommon magic item. Uh, it is the periapt of wound closure. The what? Periapt of wound closure. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love her. I guess this is what would have healed you had you not asked Baphomet to heal you. <laughs> no, probably not. Oh. Uh, while you wear this pendant, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. In addition, whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points it restores. Ooh. Nice. It matches your color aesthetic, so Cypress was just going to let you have it. It does. Mm-hmm. I do have the red and gold aesthetic. Yes, it's a beautiful piece of jewelry that emanates abjuration magic and requires attunement. Chill. I'm excited. Yeah. Are we being watched? Yes, the whole time. By who? Uh, by like other uh, the other like excited people who are like, oh, what did you get in your hall? Like Narder's got like. Like a fucking sack full. He looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, so it's Um, basically like after Halloween when you all went trick-or-treating and you pull all your candy out to trade. (laughs) Yeah, there might be some of that, but I I planned this out too carefully to let you guys trade anything. Does um, does Yenmai grab a bunch of gold? She does not go to all the effort of, like, diving into it like Scrooge McDuck and grabbing a bunch of things. Uh, But you do guys do notice... uh, Cobalt's like carrying a bunch of treasure to her room later. <laughs> she has to remain dignified. It's a part of her thing. Yeah. Yes, so. Everyone stow your stuff. Everyone stow your stuff. I can't hold this spell much longer. <laughs> so, um, you guys have uh, 10,600 triangular iron coins. 5,600 square silver coins, and 330 gold pentagonal coins. Neat. Neat. And that's the session. And that's the session. You guys have a shit ton of money, and you guys are ready for that. have my thingy open. Mm-hmm. I have my animal training notes open. Now let me just see if I have uh, anything in this same document about uh, running a business. What? <laughs> you know, like crime. Crime's not a business. Crime's just crime. Crime is a business. I mean, are people going to pay you for goods and services, or are you just going to do crimes? Uh-huh. We'll pay you for crimes. People will pay me for crimes. <laughs> I see. Crime doesn't pay, except for when it does. Hell yeah. Except for when I charge. Did you just say wowie? Where are we? Oh, there you go. <laughs> wowie. <laughs>
<laughs> Wowzers. God wow, that show was a, a surprising one, huh? <laughs> Why are you dying? I don't know. I know you're joking about spiders having skeletons, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I love me some spider skeletons! I mean, I did bring that fun prop for Kalina's birthday party. That was a skeletal spider. Yes, I still have it. Yes, it's very good. Brandis, you're about to learn a lot of words. Say the outro. Oh God, Christ! Where's the? Yeah, give me the. Brandis, Brandis. Yeah, I was just doing a couple mine, of mine, mine, mine. I mean, the kobolds ostensibly have been the ones teaching him language. He also has innate knowledge of high dragon. We established. Yeah, and he's got, I guess, like a deeper voice than a regular kobold because he's no, he's baby. You can find my treasure at Facebook at D Twenty Downtime. That's not deep enough. No, that's good. No, no, he's baby. Go ahead. At Twitter at D Twenty D Pod. The website is at D Twenty Dash Downtime Pinecast Co. And the merch is at CafePress dot com slash Nerdcasts. I did not prepare to actually voice Rondus, and it's ever. all mine. Ever. Uh. You know, we are, now that we are, like, flush with cash, mm-hmm. um, we should also be flush with iTunes reviews. Yeah, please review us <laughs> on iTunes. I'm just saying, we're balling. You gotta ball out on us. Yeah. In the reviews. Yeah. Alright, thank you. Thank bye. you. Goodbye. Sean, say bye. Bye. Okay, time to stop recording.